0: And outdoor writer. Mark Freeman, outdoor writer for the Mail Tribune newspaper in Medford, Oregon. Also hosts Oregon Outdoors on KTVL Channel 10 in Medford. Upstairs bar, as usual, at the Four Daughters Cafe in downtown Medford with Jamie Lush, my partner in crime, the videographer, photographer on these outdoor adventures that uh, we've been doing for, well, me, almost 30 years, and together over a dozen. I thought today we'd talk about when we're out there against all odds. And a lot of times, you know, outdoor pursuits, it's, it's always a chance. You never really know what's gonna happen. But um, sometimes you going know, to put yourself in real long odds, tough odds to uh, uh, pull off what you wanna do. And I thought we'd talk about that today because we're on the eve of the general season, uh, Cascade bull elk season for rifle hunters. It's guys that ask for the worst odds possible. You know, on the average year, only 3% the guys who buy these tags actually shoot a bull. 3%, that's just like asking for it. It's so random. I remember these one guy, these two guys, they lived up uh, up outside of Portland and they elk hunted the uh, Cascades for uh, 20 some years. Never shot anything, never even saw something. They literally threw a dart at a map of the state of Oregon and they hit Ginkgo Basin, which is this uh, basin high up in the mountains above uh, Prospect in northeast Jackson County. It's actually a pretty good hunting place. It used to be one of the top spots around here for, for elk. And these guys came down and set up their camp and they walked out the first day, 15 minutes out of his tent, he sees a five point and shoots it and kills it. <laughs> his first, first elk ever. And he's like, he had no idea what to do after that. <laughs> he, he was just sitting in camp. And his buddies were going out and hunting every day and coming back at night, nothing. So he was kind of like turning into a uh, Camp me. He was making dinner and making breakfast and everything and like by third day and you know he they're out there a week they're gonna be out there a week no matter what so he's like taking pictures and, and trying to find flowers to take pictures of and all this stuff and then they were so unprepared for success they actually got in an argument about the meat <laughs> you know like you know fish camp you know everybody knows you just everybody's throwing your whatever you catch in and you know like when you go down to the elk yeah 50 well, 50 rule yeah, my camp. yeah everybody <clears throat> gets a fair share and 50-50 is pretty standard, you know? But these guys had never actually discussed it. And they actually got in a fight like on this Tuesday night about how, you know, when you know, I'm going to have all this meat, and say, well, what do you mean you're going to have all this
1: meat? You haven't shot anything? Well, and uh, so they finally got this thing and didn't know what to do with it? Yeah. And then they didn't know. Oh, it, man, was, a mess. it was
0: hilarious. So yeah. Pretty random. Yeah, you know what we do is just it's, the stuff is so random, you know? You never really know if you're going to be able to pull it off. There's always a sliding scale of odds. And you know, sometimes you're you you get lucky, sometimes you don't, but you know, when you do, it's awesome.
1: Yeah, I find myself getting a little confused on assignments. Sometimes we get so lucky and things go so well I think I'm a, a total expert all of a sudden. I think it was Oh, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, last year we were on a uh, a mushroom assignment. I knew you would say that. Yeah, we found all these just with an expert guru guy, and he showed us all where all these amazing chanterelles were. I and mean, was, we, I brought them home to the wife, and yeah. it, was, it was awesome. We scored. So I'm thinking, oh, I know how to find mushrooms now. <laughs> you know like, how many mushrooms I've found since then? How <laughs> oh, many? <laughs> yeah, not, not very <laughs> many. I've, I've drugged the family and the kid out a bunch of times, thinking we're just going to score, because, like, I'm an expert now. But, yeah, even your yeah. dog's
0: looking at you like you're an idiot. <laughs> yeah, no, I
1: don't know anything. Oh, <laughs> I
0: remember that one. Too. Two, we were out and, and this guy's just picking every mushroom in town and he's talking all about these things and using all the scientific names and which ones will make you sick and which ones wouldn't. And you're taking pictures of every one of these things. I'm like, we're out here to catch chanterelles, we're not here to do any of those these things. It's like, screw that stuff, man. We gotta find some chanterelles. Well
1: they were cool looking. Can they I say?
0: But, but yeah, you want to run like a slideshow or something, and I want to have to identify all these things. I don't know what the hell these things are.
1: <laughs> there were like 30 species, it seems uh, like. Yeah, it seemed like
0: that. But that was, that was a fun day, right? Yeah. It, yeah. I haven't gone out chanterelle hunting since then. I almost did this past weekend go up. I know, I pretty much know where we went.
1: You went to the same place, didn't you? I went to the same place. I've tried to replicate exactly what that guy showed me yeah. to do, and I've got no <laughs> idea. I don't
0: think i found anything. <laughs> yeah, you know, one of the things, the way we kind of beat these odds as best we can is, uh, you know, we have this guy a scientist here in town who's studying Pacific Fishers, this super rare animal, and he traps them, and you kind of get them, and you kind of don't. So it was one of those, so I just had him kept my, he had my cell phone number, and whenever he was checking traps, if he got one, which was one every couple of weeks or so, he'd call us. And we'd just have to drop everything we were doing and run out in the woods in the middle of nowhere and do this this Pacific Fisher. And I remember that we got super lucky with that guy because he trapped one like the first day we wanted, it was a one day, we were sitting around kind of waiting for him to call. And he called and we buzzed up in the Ashland watershed. And it was an awesome story.
1: Yeah, that was super lucky because uh, my kid goes to school at a certain time and needs to be picked up at a certain time. So I really hope that the, the animals get trapped, like, between 9 to 5 would be nice. <laughs> I think it worked out that day.
0: I remember one other one. Um, we were doing a Pine Martin story up out of city of Rogue River. And um, we, weren't, we weren't catching any of those things. And I kept going on those. And then we'd climb up these trees and look at these traps and nothing, nothing. And um, so I quit, quit even going. This was a long time ago. I quit even going. And then they put up a trail cam. And like two days after I went, they ended up not only catching one, they also caught a, uh, on video, of this, this pine marten just tearing this wood rat to shreds in there right in front of the camera, too. Uh-huh. Oh, it would have been awesome if we could have done that. But... And they didn't keep the footage. Uh. So uh, it was probably too nasty to run. But yeah, totally, totally unlucky. You talk about random luck today, total random luck. We're going to do this TV show on uh, fishing for trout in lakes during drought. Fishing trout in a drought. <laughs> so we go to Fish Lake because we thought we might be able to run into somebody. And instead of high, which is four percent, Fish Lake's like seven percent. It's like one of the lowest on records. And so we're just going to go up and fish off the bank, just like a couple eight-year-old kids at you know summer camp or something. And we get there. And there's no. There's two guys fishing. They're out in the lake on pontoon boats. And we're just there, like it's blowing really bad. It's like, what are we going to do? Well, I was going to start fishing. And, and what, 30 seconds I caught a, I caught a trout. And uh, I don't think we went three minutes without hooking one.
1: Yeah, you were knocking the crap out oh, of Oh <laughs> man, it was awesome.
0: It's like we had more than enough footage of trout. It's like, oh, well, we got to shoot something else. I'm like, eh, one more. <laughs> yeah. That was great. But And then, we still don't have anybody for the story. The two guys come off the lake. So we go hang out with them, and they were hilarious. They are perfect for the story. So four people up there, the whole place, and it's just us four, and it worked out perfectly. <laughs> it's like we had planned, to, like I called these guys and them come up and fish with us or something like that.
1: Yeah, you couldn't have planned that any better.
0: That was awesome. The Only bad thing is my hat blew in the lake.
1: But <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but I cast it out and somehow luckily managed to hook it. We got I th- it back for you. <laughs> I thought
0: for sure, after 26 years I ran that hat, it's gone. That's kind of my trademark hat, you know? And, And that thing was blown away. And I was like at least 25 yards away when you nailed it with that cast. It was was, a lucky cast. That was awesome. Yeah, there you go, luck. That's right. Well, that's what we got for you today. If you like what you hear, share it with your friends. And if you don't, share it with your enemies. Either way, you can always come down to Fort Otters and buy us a beer. Till next time, we'll see you outside.